Hey, runners. So you know how we always ask you to leave us a review or check this out or check that out? Well, we have made a new page called Friends of the Real Life Runners Podcast, and it's got all the links that you need so that you can access anything that we talk about in our shows. So if you head over to realliferunners.com forward slash friend, you'll have all the links right there at your disposal. So thanks in advance for all the reviews and shares and follows on Instagram. And now onto the show. This is the Real Life Runners Podcast, and we're your hosts, Kevin and Angie Brown. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now let's get running. All right. So today we're talking all about how you can successfully run through the holidays. And we have three steps that we're going to be talking about today because it's the holiday season. It's the holiday season. I knew the song was coming. I just knew it. So whoop-dee-doo. And Dickory Dock or something to yep. that effect. Dickory Dock. You got it. There you it. go. So the day this um, episode comes out, it's Thursday, December 15th. And we know that like the holiday season is just starting to kind of ramp up, right? The parties are starting to happen. Some of you might have already started some of the holiday parties and holiday season. If you include Thanksgiving, we've been going for a few weeks here. That's true. That's true. So, but we've got like the December holidays, right? So we've got Hanukkah, we've got Christmas, we've got Kwanzaa, we've got all sorts of other holidays. New Year's. New Year's. Yep. New Year's coming up, right? So there's a lot of things that are different at this time of year than at during the rest of the time of years. Yeah, no, that's a good way of putting it. It's, it's there's different. there's more on the schedule. Yes. There's more uh, options of entertainment probably on the schedule. Potentially. Potential. Potentially, right? Like it might not be this way for everyone. Like your schedule might not change at all and you might be someone or you know, you might be someone that has a ton of other stuff on the schedule or most of you are probably somewhere in between, right? And there are maybe some holiday parties, maybe there's some travel, you're going out of town to see family or go on a trip with your family or just get away by yourself. Like who knows, right? There's things that just kind of tend to pop up during the holiday season. So really that's how we're focusing this episode, but really what we're teaching you in this episode, you can apply to your running at any time of year, at any point in your life. This is really the core of what we teach inside the training academy. Yeah, hundred percent. Like there's really the three steps that kind of sort of outline your view of running Mm -hmm. at, at any time. Yeah. It's really helpful if you find a time where there's, I don't want to say obstacles, but like other challenges thrown at you. But let's be honest, during life, there's always stuff being thrown at you. Mm -hmm. It just happens that there might be more during this particular time of the year. Exactly. And so that's how we're framing this episode, but just understand you, this applies all year long. So number one, for you to be successful, actually, before we jump into this, Quick reminder that if you're not yet following us on social media, either on Instagram or on TikTok. What the heck is wrong with you? (laughs) We we are posting 31 days of running tips. Okay. So we're releasing a brand new video every single day with something to help you become a physically and mentally stronger runner. And in very exciting news, we had our first like real viral reel, R-E-A-L viral r-e-e-l it was a real real a real real we're getting we're getting real real here as our kids like to say it was really viral um but like the one reel that i posted the other day of after kevin's marathon 
which congrats, Kevin, Thank on you. the marathon, um, got over 125,000 views, which is really exciting. That's the viral for us. Um, we're not near the million category yet. Maybe we will be one day. Um, so if you aren't following us yet, head over to Instagram at Real Life Runners or same thing on TikTok at Real Life Runners and follow us over there for the 31 days of tips because we're, we are releasing some really, really good ones throughout this month. I like that you've put out so much like great informational content on the Instagram Reels. There's been some shots of you running, me running. But it's the one where I'm like hobbling post-race. That's the one that was super successful. I know. Where I'm just walking as awkwardly as possible. But I, the audio that I added to that, we're not going to tell you what it is, but the audio on that reel is spot on. Yes. yes I this mean, is true. It's, it nailed it right there. So you got to go listen to it and watch it. All right. So. Now that you have paused this episode to go follow us on social media (laughs) and come back to us, let's get into the three steps that you need to successfully run through the holidays. So step number one, intention. Set your intention and know your goal for your running and your workouts through the holiday season or really all, all year long, right? But what do you want to prioritize during the holiday season, right? A lot of times runners want to prioritize strength and speed and endurance and distance all at the same time, right? They, when they come to us, a lot of times they say, I want to get faster and I want to run longer. And it's like, well, that's wonderful and it's possible, but which one would you want to focus on? If you just had to choose one, which one would you focus on right now? Right. So that's, that's the intention. And, you know, when we're coaching runners inside of our academy, we like to break it down into what's happening for the next like 90 day cycles. Mm -hmm. But as you hit like this holiday season, you might want like a separate intention of what do I want to focus on for the next four to six weeks? Right. Like, what do I want to really make sure that whatever else comes up over the next four weeks or so, this is going to be like, this is going to be my focus. This is I may miss other things, but at the end of the day, I'm going to be able to like to hold on that this was able to get accomplished over the next four weeks. Right. And if say you're already on a training plan, say you have a training plan that you're following, maybe you are training for a race in January or February, and that's what you want. You've already set that goal, right? Yeah. Remind yourself of that. You know, when these holiday parties come around on Friday night and you have a long run scheduled on Saturday morning, Do you want to go to that party? If you choose to go to that party, what do you want to eat and drink at that party to make sure that you still feel good for your long run on Saturday? What time do you want to leave that party to make sure that you're actually getting enough sleep to support your long run on Saturday? Because while holiday parties are great, you right now have a goal of a race. And if you want that race to be your priority, say you want a PR in that race, maybe it's the first time you've ever run a marathon or a half marathon. And you, you know, it's a lot, the training is a lot on your body and you know that you need the sleep and the recovery and everything else. How does that fit in with the holidays or how does how do the holidays fit into your training plan? Yeah, I think that's that's one of the big ones is how do the holidays fit in? Because if you have a very specific goal that you're trying to get to something bigger that you're trying to achieve early in the year, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's towards the end of December, maybe it's somewhere early, mid-January, you can't be blown off training in December. Right. And if you're like, no, but I love the holidays and I love to hit up all of the parties like that. I I do it up during the holidays and I celebrate with all the things and I go out with these people and then I've got this work thing and then I've got this thing I go out with my friends and then great, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you did not sign up for a January race. 
because the two things have to work together. And those things are kind of opposing each other. Mm -hmm. If you're like, I want to go out every Friday and Saturday during the holiday season, but I also am going to try and PR in a marathon. Oh, I've never raced a marathon and it's January 13th. Like that's going to be a bit of a challenge. Right. And I think that if you have already signed up for a race in January and you also are someone that really enjoys going out and spending time during the holidays, like partying or, you know, traveling or whatever you're doing. And both of you want both of those things to be important. You want to be able to do both of those. That's fine. Just make sure that you have an appropriate goal for that race. Right. Mm -hmm. If you really like like Kevin said, if you like going out and partying, you've got lots of holiday parties lined up, maybe you're traveling, there's lots of things going on, maybe your goal for that race isn't to PR. Maybe the goal for the race is just to complete it, right? To have some fun along the way, to just like go for the experience of it. Because you can run a race without having to PR every single time. You can just run a race just for fun, right? You can run a race just to see if you can complete it, right? Like you said, if it is your first marathon, the goal should always be completion. The goal we always suggest whenever anyone comes into the academy and asks us like, what should my goal be for my marathon? It's like, well, if you've never done one before, the goal should be getting to the finish line, yeah. right? The goal should be getting to the finish line and feeling amazing that you got to the finish line. The time is just kind of the bonus, it's just there, right? After that, if you want to try to improve on that time, fine, fantastic, right? But you need that baseline and you need to be able to finish that first marathon or half marathon or whatever distance race you're you're running without that added pressure of a time goal on top of it, right? Just being able to go out and, and enjoy the experience. But even if that is your goal, even if it's just to complete it, Understand that it is still important for you to prioritize your training so that that race feels as good as it possibly can, right? So that you don't get injured in the couple of weeks leading up to the race, which also happens. Yes. I, I don't know if you want to talk about this one a little bit later in the episode, but there are very specific issues mm -hmm. scheduling wise that hit with the calendar on this particular year mm -hmm. because Christmas and New Year's are both Sundays. Mm -hmm. So if you are a Sunday long run person, yeah. You might have to reorganize your calendar a little bit if the intention is making sure that you optimize your training mm -hmm. through the holidays. But it's also totally fine that your intention could be just to maintain some some certain level of consistency, right. whatever you consider consistent. I'd like to stick with three days of running per week, four days, like mm -hmm. whatever that number is for you. And then you can move things around as life events come up. Right. You know, maybe consistency is simply your intention which could be particularly yes. challenging depending on where you are in the country where there's a blizzard going on outside, mm -hmm. you know, like it's not just social engagements coming up, right. but there's also maybe late nights for mm -hmm. certain things. It's the end of the year, depending on what kind of job you have. Maybe there are deadlines that you have to hit before the end of the year. Yep. There's all sorts of stuff that could come up. And then you throw weather on top of that. Mm -hmm. You got to figure out like, what is the intention and how do I best achieve that thing? Right. And so, yeah, we'll definitely talk about scheduling in part two, but that is why part one of setting that intention is so important. Knowing what your goal is, both in the training cycle that you're currently in, also the big goal that you're trying to build up to, right? Like maybe your goal race is like in May of next year, mm -hmm. right? So maybe you're in like a base building cycle or a strength building cycle right now, and you're not actually training for a race. Great. Knowing what that goal is of that training cycle and how the holidays fit with that goal 
is important, right? So it's just about knowing your intention and getting very clear that sometimes you can't do it all. Okay. We like to think that we can. We all want to be super moms and super dads and super humans that can go out and run 20 miles and then go to the holiday party that night or, you know, and make that deadline at work and volunteer at the kids' Christmas party at school and also do the gingerbread uh, decorating party with all the kids at your house and movie night with popcorn and hot cocoa and all the things, right? It's a lot. It sounds like a lot. I'm kind of tired and want to take a nap with you just rattling the list. Just, all of those are just hypothetical events, most of which don't even exist in our family. And no. I still kind of want to go take a nap. I know. But it's, you know, the holidays are tricky too, because they kind of sneak up on you. Like I'm realizing like, oh my gosh, like this is our kids last week of school. Uh-huh. They get out on Friday. It's already Wednesday. Normally, quote unquote, like normally, I make a bunch of Christmas cookies for the teachers. I make like homemade granola. Like I love to send in treats for all the teachers, like some homemade treats. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I have to do this today. Yeah. Like this needs to get in there on on Friday. Um, how am I going to make all this stuff, right? Because normally I would have made it last weekend, but last weekend we were in Jacksonville for a marathon for Kevin. The weekend before that, we were in Orlando for our daughter's dance competition. Like we've just been out of town the last couple of weekends, totally unrelated to the holidays. Right. And it's just like things start to pile up and all of a sudden December is gone. And that's the crazy thing I think that happens during the holidays. So when you make that intention, when you know what the goal is, whether that is to continue training for a race, to continue to continue building strength, to just be consistent. Like Kevin said, Mm -hmm. like, I just want to be able to run three days a week or four days a week. I just want to be consistent. I don't need to be building to something right now. That's great. So choose that first, choose what your intention should be or what you want it to be. I should say, um, during this month, during this cycle, and then you can plan from there. You can go into step two. Yeah, I bet 100%. The, the biggest time here is really on finding an intention that you agree with, not yes. one that you have to settle for. Mm-hmm. Like, be honest with yourself and say, okay, this is actually what I want to prioritize during the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Like, there are things that our kids do at school that I don't, I'm not going to miss. Like there's, there are Christmas shows that we're just going to go to. And if that screws up other aspects of my schedule, that's going to be okay. That Mm -hmm. has to be okay because I'm not missing the Christmas show. Right. Right. And so part of that is also like really getting clear on what your values and priorities are in your life. And and then having no problem saying no to Mm -hmm. things that are not that priority. And then not beating yourself up because you don't do those other things, right? I think that that's kind of where a lot of us get tripped up sometimes. A lot of of us make that mistake of like, we say, okay, here are my values, here are my priorities, but then when we actually need to enforce those priorities, right? And like say no to the run because you've got your kids show that night or that morning or whatever it is, then we get mad about it, right? And it's, it's about accepting that these are the priorities that I've chosen and this is how it all fits together. And if that means that I miss a run or a workout here or there, it's going to be okay. Yeah, it's going to be okay because that was not my priority. Mm -hmm. I clearly listed out my priority. And when it came to choosing between two things, I just look at my priority list, which one's higher. That's the one that I choose. The Mm -hmm. other one has to say no. Yeah. And sometimes it stinks. 
You know, like sometimes sure. it, it stinks to say no, but then you can just lean back on, yep, that's still what I want to be my priority. And I can just choose to let the other thing go. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. All right. So moving into step two. Yep. Step number two is, well, step number two in the Real Life Runners method is foundation, which is really making a plan, understanding all of the pieces and then making a plan, right? So for our holiday season, how can you build that foundation? How can you create a plan so that you can be as successful in your running and in your health and fitness goals during this month, right? So what I suggest is number one, get out your calendar. Okay. Like actually get That's out good, your calendar, good right? And put down on your calendar, like these are the days that I'm traveling. These are the days that, um, you know, we have parties or other events, you know, Christmas shows, all the different things that you've got going that month that you want to attend. Excuse the interruption, but I just had to pop in and let you know about an upcoming workshop that we're hosting inside the Real Life Runners Academy. If you're someone that's ever struggled with thoughts or beliefs that are getting in your way, or you think you're self-sabotaging yourself and you can't understand why you're doing things that you don't want to do or not doing things that you know you should be doing or want to be doing, this message is for you. We're hosting a special academy workshop May 14th, and we're bringing in an expert in neuro-linguistic programming, Ms. Megan Blacksmith. And she's going to be teaching us how the thoughts that we have can either be helping us in our life or holding us back. And we want to invite you, our amazing podcast listeners, to join us. So you don't have to be a member of the Academy to join us this month. You can join for a small one-time fee by going over to realliferunners.com forward slash workshop. If you are a current Academy member, this and all of our monthly workshops and all experts, that's all already included in your current membership. So if you are a current member, do not go to the website and repurchase because it's already included with your membership. But if you want to join just for the workshop, check it out over at realliferunners.com slash workshop today. Now, back to the show. I like the way that you phrase that. These are things that I want. These are not things that are inconveniences. These are not extra like obstacles that are going to get in my way. These are these other things that I want. Mm-hmm. And so they're going down on my calendar. Yes. Sure. I'd like to be able to run through the holidays also, mm-hmm. but these things are are exciting opportunities for me during the holiday season yeah. that probably don't often also show up. Mm-hmm. There are travel days. There's other people in town. There are all sorts of other events going on. Yep. Put them on the calendar. And if you're like, yeah, that's too many of those things. I want to make sure that I've got enough running that goes back to the first point of having your intention, maybe the intention is running four days out of the week. Mm -hmm. And you're looking at your calendar and you're like, well, I just wrote an event seven days in a row. I'm not sure when I'm going to be able to get my runs in. Mm -hmm. That's where you have to make that decision. Okay. Am I going to be able to skip some of these things? Mm -hmm. Are these quote unquote necessary events that I want to go to actually all that necessary? Yeah. And I think that's the mistake that a lot of us make is like just thinking that we can do it all, you know, like 
or not really understanding how many things we actually have going on. I think that that's a big one that I fall into of it, it's all going to work out. I'll yeah. be able to run. At I'll s- figure it out. I'll figure it out and I'll run yeah. at some point in time. No, you won't. <laughs> no, at some point in time, you're going to have another Christmas cookie and you're not going to be able to run. Or if you do, you're going to feel real uncomfortable through the entire thing. Yeah. That has happened to me before. Well, it- this is, I think, something that you and I kind of fall into on a regular basis. Like <laughs> you do, like you typically are like, I'll figure out, I'll, I'll I'll find a, I'll find a time to run. And I'm like, no, no, no. Tell me when, Yep. like, tell me when you want to run. Like, cause, um, those of you guys that might not know, like Kevin and I obviously are both runners. And so we coordinate our schedules, right? Because we've got two kids at home and we don't like to leave them home by themselves. Um, they are getting older now. So like that's starting to become a little bit more of a conversation and like little possibilities here and there. But, um, you know, throughout their lives, we've had to trade on and off, like who runs when, who like one person has to be home, one person can go out and and go for a run. And so I typically take my long run on Saturday morning, and then Kevin usually does his on Sunday. And so when I get back on Saturday after my run, so I, I typically go out, I like to go for a long run, and then I have coffee with my friends. And sometimes I go to yoga on Saturday. So sometimes my little Saturday morning is a little extended. Um, but Kevin will usually go out and run after I get back mm-hmm. on Saturday. But it's always important for us to communicate what time that is so that he knows how to time out his eating. Yes, 100%. Right? Like, I don't really care what time you come back. Right. I just need to know what it is. Is it going to be at like nine? Is it going to be at 1030? Mm -hmm. Because that hour and a half window is very different Mm -hmm. on when or what I'm going to eat for breakfast. And I think a lot of people need to take that into account. Like today I had a work lunch Christmas party. So if I was going to do a run this afternoon and I'm hundred percent not, I'm still in recovery from marathon, Yeah. but trying to figure out what I'm going to, how I'm going to run this afternoon after like a very sizable lunch mm-hmm. and a whole spread of desserts and stuff, there's not going to be a good afternoon running option off of that mm-hmm. guy. So, you know, these are things you have to keep in mind, especially if you have the middle of the day, like yeah. Christmas parties. Yeah. Did you bring home a box of goodies? Yes, I did. All right. <laughs> Maybe three. All right. So um, understanding all of the things that are on your calendar. And like Kevin said, like when we put them down on the calendar and you actually see them there, then you can say, do I actually want to go to all of these things? Yep. Do I have to, am I required to be at any of this? Do I actually want to be at all of this stuff? Like, what can I actually remove from my calendar that I don't really want to go to or don't really need to go to, to make more room for other things that are more important to me? And then once you have all of that down, then you can start to schedule your workouts in, right? How many runs per week are you doing? How many strength workouts are you doing? If you're traveling, do you know the area that you're going to? Are you going to be able to run there? Do you know, is is the environment conducive to running? You know, we took a vacation um, a couple of years ago up to the mountains in uh, Georgia, yes. which was great. And we're like, oh, we'll run. It'll be great. But where our cabin was located was like up on the top of this hill and the roads were really, really small. And it was so funny because like we have kids on our cross country team. A lot of them spend the summers up in North Carolina and they would always tell us like, oh, I can't run. And we're like, what do you mean you can't run? Like it's it's North Carolina. You can run in North Carolina. I'd like just go out and run. And then we actually went and saw like where some of these cabins are located. And we're like, Oh, that's why they can't run. Like you, you could, but it would take like 
several minutes to right. get to yourself to like an actual trailhead. Like there's beautiful trails mm-hmm. all over the place, relatively close. But that vacation was so family oriented that I didn't want to be like, and and this was a choice. I could have, I could have gone a different direction, but I didn't want to say, all right, I'm going to drive 20 minutes away mm-hmm. and then run for an hour and then drive 20 minutes back. And then I have to shower and get ready. This is what I'm going to do for the morning. I wanted to go sit out on the patio and eat breakfast with the family. Right. And that was a choice. Mm-hmm. And I could have gotten all upset about it, or I could have said, no, no, I'm actually making this choice. Mm-hmm. And it's tricky. Like once you've decided, then there's no reason to get upset about it because yeah. you did make the choice. Yeah. And that I think also shows up sometimes during the holiday season mm-hmm. of like, I chose to go to this party. So you can't beat yourself up that you're not going to go again in that run the next morning Mm -hmm. because you decided to go to a Christmas party until midnight the night before. Yeah, because then you're just layering guilt and shame (laughs) on something that you chose to do. On top of Christmas cookies. Right. And and nobody wants to do that, right? Like if you're going to have the Christmas cookies, enjoy the Christmas cookies, right? Like if you're going to go to the Christmas party, enjoy the Christmas party without beating yourself up that it then screwed up your workout understanding having it all out on that calendar so that you can see it, you can plan it. You're like, okay, I've got the Christmas party this Friday night. So I'm going to push my long run to Sunday, right? Because on Saturday night, I don't have an event. So I can do my, Mm -hmm. my long run on Sunday instead. That's going to set my, set me up for better success. Right. Um, Or maybe you have family in town that's visiting and you've got a house full of people that might be even more, um, motivation to get out the door and have some time by yourself out on your run. Yeah. I mean, depending on who's coming (laughs) in, maybe you've just gained free babysitters for the kids. There you go. Or maybe you're like, okay, but these are the guests that I can't really leave home. Mm -hmm. In which case you've got to block that out on your calendar that you don't have any time to run during these few days because you have guests in and they're going to get all bent out of shape if you go off and run for your 45 minutes, 60 minutes, whatever it is. Or you have an an open and honest conversation with those. Oh, guys. that's where I was going next. Thank you for going there. You're welcome. Cause you know, that's how I, I'm just like attack it head on, yes. right? Like just talk to them about it and be like, Hey, I'm training for this thing. Or even if you're not training for this thing, Hey, my running's really important to me. I'm going to be running a couple of days this week. These are my workouts. This is my plan. I just want to let you guys know that, right? Yep. If you have any questions, let me know if you have any concerns or whatever, let's talk about it. But it's like, you know, there are times we'll, we'll go visit Kevin's family and we'll stay with his parents. And sometimes his sister will come down and stay there too. And it's like, I remember when the kids were younger, there were several times where we'd be like, okay, getting ready to go out for the day. And we'd be like, well, where's Kristen? Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, she's out for a run. It's like, did she tell anybody that she was leaving? You (laughs) know, she just left, you know? And so it was like, well, when is she, how long is she gone? Like, when is she getting back? Nobody knew. Nobody knew, like, we didn't know, like, so can we leave? Should we wait? Like, I don't want to wait because then we're like, we're losing half the day. Right. And it's like, just communicate with your guests or with like, if you are going to stay with someone else, if you're staying with family and friends, maybe you communicate to them, Hey, like I need to get some running in. Is it, is it possible for me to run around your neighborhood? Like, is it, is it a good running environment? Mm-hmm. Like, are there sidewalks? Are there trails? Like, is it safe for me to run in that area? And if it's not, like, is there a gym nearby? Just talk to people because a lot of times when you communicate with others and you're like, here are my priorities. Like, I really want to be able to get this in. Can you help me with that? People are more than willing to actually help. 
Totally. And yeah. maybe they're not runners, so they might not totally get it, in which case just direct them to our podcast right. and start them listening. It's going to be fun. <laughs> and they might give you crap about it, right? Like they might be like, oh, really? Like, do you need to run on the holidays? And you'd be like, yes, yes I, I, do. I do. Like, I'm choosing that for myself. Would you like me to be a pleasant house guest? Because yes. I might need to go get my run in today. Right. And like, maybe it opens up some conversation that you can have with your family or your friends and they don't have to understand you. They might not be able to do that, but they can still respect you. They can respect your decision, they, even if they don't like it, right? So um, I always believe that open communication is the key for all of that. And I do also. And that's why we've been married for 15 years. <laughs> and one more thing that you want to think about is that just because you can't get in a run or exactly what you have on your plan does not mean that that day needs to be a total bust. You can figure out other things that you can get in, like when you're making that plan and say, you know, that you're going to an area where running's not going to be a great option for you. Instead of just being like, oh, well, I guess I'm just not going to run. I'm just not going to work out. What else can you do? Like think about, instead of thinking about what you can't do, think about what can I do with this given situation? Sure. I mean, that kind of starts moving a little bit into the third concept of how do you sort of adjust things. But Step number three. Yeah. But we're still kind of st still in the world of planning this thing out. Yeah. If you're, if you're going to an environmental location where running is not really a, a good option, it's, it's not a likely option. Or you have a very limited amount of time too. Sure. Right. Like say you have uh, you normally go out for like a 60 minute run okay. and maybe you only have 20 minutes to work with. Well, you could go out on a 20 minute run. Like a lot of people think have this mindset of like, well, if I don't do all or nothing, the full run, mm -hmm. right. Then it's not worth it. Or if I don't get in at least five miles, that run is worthless. Mm -hmm. Like there are people that have this type of mentality, but a two mile run is better than zero, right? A four mile run is better than zero. Like <laughs> they're all beating zero. They're all beating zero. Right. And if you don't want to run for that short of amount of time. What can you do? Can you get in a strength workout? Can you do a little bit of yoga or mobility work? Right. Like there's something to, uh, I, I know there's research on this one because I've, I've heard it repeatedly that if you just completely take a week off, you're mm -hmm. going to lose some of that fitness. But if you're at like 10% of what you had done the week before, it just helps stretch it out just mm -hmm. a little bit longer. So if you're like, all right, I can't get in anywhere near what I would plan, what I would normally get in, mm -hmm. but you can get in that little bit. It is enough to bridge the gap yeah. until the vacation is done. You're back mm -hmm. into like your normal, your normal setup, uh, the, the normal like rhythm and, and routine that you run in mm -hmm. that little bit of whatever you can get in works, or you can just completely flip it and be like, all right, running is not going to work in this particular environment, but I can, I still have time to work out. It just needs to be a, a strength-based workout mm -hmm. or it needs to be a cross training. I have access to a gym and I, I hate the treadmill, but at least I could go onto like an elliptical or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, exactly. So make that plan ahead of time, right? Get the calendar out, decide what workouts you're going to be able to fit in, like plan it out ahead of time. And that takes us to step three, which is be flexible and willing to adjust, right? Inside the Real Life Runners Method, we call this optimization, which is just the same kind of idea of adjusting, like figuring out what's working, what's not working, and being willing to adjust. And around the holidays, 
flexibility is going to be your best friend, right? Like, because a lot of times, like we said, stuff doesn't always go to plan. Yes, we can make a plan and it's important for us to have that plan, but it's also important to understand that sometimes that plan's not going to work out and things are going to pop up unexpectedly. Things are going to take longer than you think they're going to. Like Mm -hmm. you might think you have a window of time to work out here and then that thing before, you know, before that window took a little bit longer and there goes your window. Like, so things are going to happen and you have to be flexible and willing to adjust on the fly without getting so mad at yourself. Right. But I think there's a reason why this is step three. Yeah. Like you can go too far and just be like, you know, I'm going to be super flexible during the holidays and I'll work out when I work out. And that leads to a whole lot of not working out Mm -hmm. because you can often choose things that seem a lot more inviting, like immediately in front of you sometimes the situation of, oh, should I go through and get like all dressed and then I do my workout and then I have to shower afterwards. It just seems like a lot of steps as opposed to like the easier thing, which is like to go out with your friends or there's the the Christmas party or the whatever the thing is. Sometimes that's the easier, more immediately rewarding choice. Mm-hmm. So having like an overall plan that then can be adjusted. I've got a plan. Here's where I'm going to fit in my four days of, of running oh, this thing came out, so I'm going to move this running day from Tuesday over to Friday. Oh, shoot, I had this thing on Friday. Now you have to make that choice. It goes back to the very first thing of what is the goal over the next month or so? Mm -hmm. Because that workout just moved to Friday, but you had a thing on Friday. Which one's more important to you? Yeah, and I think that another key here is choosing consciously, going back to step one and that intention, choosing what you want to think about that thing too, Mm -hmm. right? Because you can be like, okay, I'm going to be flexible and I'm going to adjust. And you can choose to be mad about that or annoyed about that or angry, right? Or you can choose to just accept it with peace and calm and acceptance. Yeah. Actually accept it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I fought that one for a long time. I was, we all do. I mean, I was super flexible during the holidays and super grumpy simultaneously. Right. So it wasn't flexible at no. all because there was no acceptance. It was like, right. all right, I guess I will accommodate everybody else and I'll end up not working out. And then I was doing all of these things, but I wasn't able to enjoy any of them right? because I was simply, I was at the thing, but annoyed that I wasn't running. Well, and that's a terrible way to go to, to a holiday event. And I <laughs> And I think that that's what happens so often during the holidays itself. Like even if we, let's take working out and running out of the equation. Okay. Working out and running. We're not even talking about that now. Just dealing with the holidays, <laughs> right? Like, and I say dealing, and that kind of sounds a little negative because like even just celebrating the holidays, right? Wanting to be present and be there there can still be a whole lot of hustle and bustle associated with it, right? With all of the all of the shopping and all of the gift giving and all of the parties and all of the work stuff and all of the travel and just everything surrounding the holidays can be overwhelming to some people. And like you said, a lot of times people just get annoyed and frustrated instead of actually being present and being in the moment, being where you want to be, when you want to be there, and actually being able to enjoy it. Right. And that I think comes back to that whole, the ability and the power of saying no to events that you don't actually want to say that you don't want to go to. The power of no. If you don't have to do a thing and you don't want to do a thing, don't do it just because you think you should do a thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, these people might get upset. Someone else maybe getting upset is not a good reason to put you into a place that you don't want to be. Right. 
that that goes back to like that people pleasing, right? Which I think a lot of people fall into is especially like especially around the holidays. Especially around the holidays, especially when you it comes to family. Like, do you ever notice that like when you're around family, you kind of re- revert into your old roles? 100%. So like maybe you've evolved as a person. Maybe you've been listening to our podcast since day one, and now you're like in a totally different state of mind. Right, but then, then <laughs> you're us, of course. I'm just kidding, but if, but like anything, if you're doing any sort of personal development and growth and you've grown as a human, you might be who you are like in your daily life. But for some reason, when you go back and you stay at your parents' house, now you're 12, now you're 12 again. <laughs> and it's uh, no one, you, I mean, we've dealt with that with you and, you know, going back to visit your family and I'm 12 again, yeah. which is really awkward. Cause that means that I'm younger than the kids. It's, it's, it's weird. It's, <laughs> it's awkward. And I just want to go run. And that makes it this relationship quite inappropriate, super inappropriate. <laughs> but at the end, I still, just, I want to go run even more than normal. Cause now you're going back to a point where like, if if you revert back to a point where maybe you were people pleasing, maybe you also revert back to a place where running was simply your escape mechanism. Yeah. Maybe running was was a different place in your life several years ago. So you could revert back to that thing also. Yeah. You know, don't don't dive back into the holidays of, well, I have to get in my run because I had cookies for dessert last night. You don't need to go back to that. You had cookies for dessert because you wanted cookies. Yeah. You gonna go for a run because you want to go for a run. They're unrelated events. Yes. And that's a really good bonus tip here too, is don't run to burn off the holiday. Like don't run to burn off what you ate. Don't feel like because you ate the thing, you need to now get in more cardio, more running, more miles, more strength, any of it. Mm -mm. Stick to your plan, right? You have a plan for a reason. And if you indulge more over the holidays, do that consciously and and choose to. And if it kind of just happens, then the next time make a more conscious choice, make a more conscious, choice, right? Like, and I'm not like, there's a reason I'm not saying good or bad. Don't make a better choice. No, you, you just make a choice. And it's about being conscious of the choices that you're making and purposely making those things versus just letting yourself run on autopilot during the holiday and be affected by everybody else around you and not making those conscious choices for yourself. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I think they kind of gets us through what we're what we're aiming for here. Do you have anything else on like when things come up, mm-hmm. adjustments that really like uh, other examples that might help people? Um when things come up, ways to adjust. I like I said, I, I think it's really about choosing how you want to feel about adjusting those things too. Oh, okay. Like that's really what kind of what we were on is is if you do need to make an adjustment, choose whether or not you want to be angry about that or if you want to be annoyed by that or if you just are going to be okay with it. And that's just what's going to happen right now. Um, And I think that that's really important. But it all just goes back to remember that intention. Remember the goals that you have for yourself. Remember, you know, that the holidays come come around once a year. Do you want to miss out on certain things just so that you can get that extra workout in? Or are you willing to sacrifice that workout to partake in some of the holiday festivities to go on that extra light ride with your family to, you know, make sure that you don't, you're not late to the Christmas concert, whatever it might be. Or at the other, you know, on the other hand, can you give up some of those things, like Kevin said, that you don't really want to go to? Like, don't should all over your holidays. I should do this. I should do that. Choose what you want to do. How do you want your holidays to feel? How do you want your holidays to be? How do you want to show up 
for yourself and for your family during the holidays. And that might be prioritizing those workouts over some of those other things that you don't really want to do and don't feel bad about it. Yeah. I mean, I think at the end end of the the day here, there's not a right or wrong way to go through the holidays. The best way to go through it's there's not right or wrong choices Mm -hmm. as long as you're consciously making the choices. Because if you can actually decide whether you want to do you know, option A or option B, instead of just float through until you're like, I guess B, because that's what I fell into. Mm -hmm. Like if you can actually consciously choose throughout the holiday season, which choice you want to make. And that's why we started the whole episode with intention. That's where it all comes from is intention allows you to bring awareness to the choices that you actually have set before you. And that gives you all the power over your life. Excellent. And that's a perfect place to be. Excellent. Right. All right, you guys. So we we hope that you found this helpful. We wish all of you a wonderful, wonderful holiday, whatever you're celebrating this holiday season. Um, And if you want to share any of your running photos with us or your holiday photos with us, come follow us over on Instagram where where you will also find the 31 days of running tips. Um, So don't miss out on that. We are at Real Life Runners on all platforms. We're on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. We're starting to put some more videos on YouTube, like clips from the podcast. So if you guys want to come see what we look like when we're recording this podcast, come check us out over on YouTube. Um, we've got some funky lighting going on with this podcast episode. Funky like- lighting and the, the <laughs> Christmas decorations look like both of us have big red bows in our hair. So it's really, it, this I might know, be worth a trip. Over when I sit like here, it looks like I'm wearing like two big red bows in my hair. It's um, adorable. Which is super fun. Um, so anyway, um, thank you guys for, for listening to the show. And if you also, if you haven't left us a review on iTunes yet, we'd be so grateful. That could be like a little Christmas present that you could send our way. Just going over to iTunes and leaving us a rating and a review so that we can reach more listeners and help more runners to feel more joy and bring more joy into their running, um, now and for the rest of their life. So as always guys, thank you so much for joining us. This has been the real life runners podcast episode number 284. Now get out out there and run your life. If you're ready to have more fun and achieve the goals that matter to you without sacrificing the rest of your life in the process, this message is for you. Maybe you're feeling confused or frustrated because you're not making the progress you want, even though you're running three times per week or more. Maybe you're feeling tired or sore all the time because you're pushing harder every day trying to get better. Maybe you want to run longer, but every time you run a couple of miles, that nagging knee pain starts to act up again. Maybe you've been told that you should probably stop running so much because you're getting older, but you refuse to accept that and want to find a way to continue to improve in your 40s, 50s, and beyond. Maybe you just feel like you're winging it every day and want to start working towards a goal. You want to feel better and be able to make progress in your running as you get older. And if you're like us and the other runners we work with, you want your running to help you become stronger and more resilient in all other areas of your life too. Plus, you need something that fits in your real life that is simple, easy to understand, and effective. Don't worry, we've got you. If you're ready to transform into a strong, confident, and successful real-life runner, The Real Life Runners Academy has everything you need. It includes training plans, coaching, and programs that will teach you how to run faster, run longer, feel better, and accomplish your goals. Check it out today over at realliferunners.com forward slash academy.
Enrollment will be opening soon, so be sure to join the waitlist so that you can be notified when doors are open. It's time to run your life.